Ladies and gentlemen, the Conservative Daily Podcast is back. And now, your number one most amazing hosts ever, Max McGuire, Joe Altman, and John Tig Tiger. Hey, Welcome he back got it right. He got, he got the tagging right. Yeah. He, 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 he does better on that Woo. one he does in the Modern Patriot. What the hell? Yeah, what's up with that? What's up modern with that? Patriot. Welcome back. Second hour of the Conservative Daily Podcast. We have David, Border Patrol agent, on the line. David, I had a couple questions. I know Joe might have a couple questions. Take might have one, uh, one or two floating around. Um, the question I have is over COVID-19 levels. We've been heard under Trump that Border Patrol was forced to reduce the actual I don't know, capacity levels of some of these uh, detention facilities for COVID-19 reasons. So it was like down to 50% capacity. Now we're seeing them rise up to 729% capacity at, at the peak. How Do you have any uh, like knowledge of how that decision was made? Because that seems like a pretty big change, especially coming from the president that doesn't even want to let, let us barbecue in our backyards to just jump from 50% all the way up to 729%. Is there any background information on how that happened? Yeah, it's it's kind of like how uh, the uh, the 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 protests for Antifa and BLM, you know, that was more important than spreading the disease. So, I think the last the last time I was on a couple weeks ago, we talked about that two plus two equals five. It's one of those. They said yeah. nope, just uh, disregard, you know, the 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 COVID restrictions, and because uh, you're just going to have to put them somewhere and and get HHS to start moving them out. So yeah, that, that, that really happened. Um, I, I want to make one thing really clear though, CBP border patrol and office field operations. We do not have detention facilities. We, we don't, that's not, that's Holding not what we do. We're, 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 yeah, we're police stations. That's what we have. We have police stations. Just think of it that way. ICE has detention facilities and, uh, health and human services, when it comes to the families and the kids, the, the unaccompanied kids, they're the ones that are supposed to take them from our custody and move them elsewhere. We don't have a, we don't have a hand in that. We're just the ones stuck with, you know, 700% over capacity of, uh, you know, uh, some makeshift holding facility that we, that we had to stand up because of the flow that's coming in. And remember, As the more of those we have, the more of our manpower goes to maintaining all of that. And there's oh, yeah. no, there's really no one left to uh, to take the actual bad guys that are completely taking uh, advantage of this. Has, has there been any update on Title Forty Two? Is that still on its way out? Have they made any progress uh, on rescinding that order? Um, no, we're that's so. I'm going to wager that the the that truck in in the head-on in Texas a couple days ago that was probably you know, single adults who were amenable to title 42. That's why, you know, they were, and they for, were trying to, trying to, for, everybody waits for us. And for, and just for everyone who wasn't on the last time you were on, explain what title 42 is and, and what the Biden administration has changed about it. So, so title 42, uh, was implemented really about a year ago. We're, we're right, right around a year ago. And it was uh, uh, Border Patrol, CBP, uh, was cross-designated to expel people who had entered illegally because of a health, uh, public health concern. So, you know, in other words, COVID. So in order to prevent the spread 
of that disease rather than taking people back to the stations and uh, putting uh, uh, aliens into uh, immigration proceedings, we would just summarily send them back into Mexico. And that included people from Central America, which is a rather unique situation because the last administration made that deal with the government of Mexico for us to return even non-Mexican citizens to Mexico, so to the place that they last, where they where they set foot from, right? So, which would have been Mexico, and we were we were we were doing that with uh, adults and with family. So, a kid with an adult, we would just send them back to Mexico under Title Forty Two. It was fantastically, fantastically successful. Our numbers dropped to boredom levels, which is good. It was very good. Which is really yep. good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so yeah, we, I, I, I always maintain that if I'm bored, then it's working. So, David, we, we have a question uh, from someone that says, has the Biden administration informally told Border Patrol not to talk to or otherwise cooperate with the news media? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> because, I mean, you, you do know that the Border Patrol <clears throat> agents are not talking to the news media. News media will actually go in and try to talk to them, and they will literally turn yeah. around and walk away. And I know that there's a there's a certain code that they can't talk to them. They're not authorized to talk to them. But are they being Correct. actually told that hey, there'll be repercussions if you say anything? I I, I haven't seen anything like that. But I mean, I, that would probably just be common knowledge, I suppose. Yeah. Hmm. So, so, last time we had you on, we talked about the illegal aliens who were getting dropped off at the bus stations. The estimate at that point was six percent of them were testing positive. And you were mentioning that that wasn't you guys, that was ICE. Now that number has grown to as high as 25% of the illegal aliens being that's dropped not, off at bus stations. That's not even ICE. That would be those, uh, you know, I know Brownsville was doing it. If it's expanded to other to other cities or states, so those, those would be those local municipalities who are going in and testing people. That's not even the feds. Well, yeah, they're doing the testing, that's, that's, but the feds are doing the ones, that are, the ones that are doing the releasing. Um, the question Correct. I had yeah, to ask absolutely. you is yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, there was a bill that was introduced by Congresswoman Miller Meeks, who is the Congresswoman that Pelosi is trying to remove from Congress because she won her Iowa race by six votes. She introduced a bill called the REACT. And basically it would force the federal government to test every single illegal alien um, that comes into the government's possession. Democrats voted it down 212 to 200. And now Biden is saying that it should be Texas's job, that Texas, the state of Texas, should be responsible for texting them, which, I mean, I don't even understand how that would happen because they're not being released necessarily into Texas custody. Um, this seems like a nightmare. Why would one political party be so adamant about releasing migrants? Let's even use their terminology, migrants into the country who are COVID positive and have, have not been tested. Does that make any sense? No, it's back to the two plus two equals five. Uh, you, you have, you know, depending on what state you're in, red or blue, you're shut down, wearing masks, social distance, can't have, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're waiting for permission, you know, from the, uh, from the executive branch to tell us when we, if we can have a barbecue on the 4th of July, if we've been vaccinated, but all these other people that are coming in that we have no record of, we have no knowledge of who they are, we just let them go. doesn't matter if they're, uh, COVID positive. It's, it's all, it's political gamesmanship clearly, right? Um, but it's, it's not Texas's, it's not any state's responsibility to get a handle on this. It is expressly the federal government's job to get a handle on this. So rather than testing these, everybody, 
how about we just send them back to Mexico? Or how about well, we just build that, the wall so we don't have to be a whole lot more finish building the wall. than testing them? Because once, once we, if we test them and say we've got a, you know, a group of 20 and 10 of them uh, test positive, now we, we own that. We own the care. We own, we're going to have to quarantine them. We're going to have to probably quarantine the rest of the group because they were in close, in close proximity and you know, high likelihood of exposure. So now we, we own all this. Why not just send them back? Yeah. yeah. Why not? I mean, obviously that, it was working before this other administration came into power. So, no, 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 no. But build the wall. The Circleback girl said that it had everything to do with that. It was a that the infrastructure. And and why don't you address that? The Circleback girl said that there was no structure or infrastructure that was present and it had collapsed when Trump was in office. Is that true? What what infrastructure are we talking the, the about? The border patrol infrastructure. Yeah. Was it collapsed when Trump was in office? No, no, so, no. Again, we were we were getting kind of bored. Now, are you, you know, are you telling the truth, David? Are you telling the truth? Because I, I got to tell you, I think Circleback Girl thinks that she knows more than you do. So, who's telling the truth? You that's actually on the border and actually has to deal with this on a day to day basis, or Circleback Girl with the Biden administration? Well, I'm going to go with the uh, person, <laughs> namely me, who has I- empirical uh, evidence. Now, you know what's going to happen now. They're going to say the cartel's paying him off to say this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well the, the Biden administration is allowing the cartels to, you know, to to have that, that level of uh, financial liquidity, right? You know, <laughs> to, to be able to pay everything off. Hey, let's bring him in and let them build the infrastructure then. Yeah. Yeah. But but it would the the problem is because of their hatred of conservatives because of their hatred of Trump, right? They want to destroy yep. everything yep. that our country is about that was good about our country long before Biden actually, uh, you know, and his his fakeness um, got to the place where he had the authority to do what he's doing. They just destroying everything. Yep. Empty shell of a man. Yeah, and his and his. <laughs> Well, it's an empty shell of a party, too. Yeah. Well, in the if if uh, if we had a, a functioning you know judicial branch, um, most of this would have been enjoined. I, I mean, yeah. I don't I don't believe that the chief executive has the authority through executive orders to order the enforcement arms of the executive branch to stop enforcing laws. I I, I think that flies in the face of the, the attempt of the. Uh, the framers and founders. So the last time we were on, we talked to you a little bit about the border wall. So the border walls construction has stopped, but we're starting to get a bigger picture yep. of what it looks like now that they've just halted construction. Go ahead, put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is a gap in the border wall that's now in California, where it just it, the border fence just goes, goes, goes. It stops. They just never got up to the other side. There's tons of gaps like this where they had two sides construction going to meet each other in the middle, and they never did. And there's gaps that are 100 yards long, 50 yards, a quarter mile. And what they're seeing is obviously they're building the wall in the most heavily trafficked areas that needed it, not in the middle of nowhere. So I really feel for the, the ranchers who are in, like right on the other side of these gaps, because now all of the illegal immigration is just pouring across their land. Is there any talk at all about finishing the wall is there any talk about repairing sections that get destroyed because i know we saw that one car crash in california they literally just cut the fence drove through and it's just there 
is the border fence being repaired when it's destroyed? No, no, there's no talk of it. It got stopped, and no, no one's no one's going to fix anything. No one's going to build anymore. And contractors who signed on to this, they got paid. They're getting paid in full to you know for whatever they signed up for because it wasn't their fault. They didn't breach the contract. The feds did, right? Yeah. Wow. So, so, so they're getting paid for it. And uh, anyway, when when they could build it because the money's already been paid. Right. Exactly. Well, I'm actually I'm actually so saying that, that they're thinking about doing because they feel like they have the right to finish it, and they don't want their name attached to something that's unfinished. So there are some of these contractors talking about suing the federal government Good. and saying that they have the right to finish the project and it's going to harm them to not be allowed to finish it. Um, but I, I'm just I'm just struck by even just the destruction, like whether like if, if they cut through a border fence to enter the country, is it being repaired? I've asked a bunch of people this. No one can give me a straight answer because they're saying that Biden's order of no construction might even apply to repairs of fencing that predates Trump. I, I can't imagine. So, hmm. it, case of the the couple of, the couple of weeks ago, it was out in El Centro where they cut they they cut the fence, dropped it. The two SUVs went through. The expedition got t boned, and it, it was the one with what twenty seven people in it. That's yeah. not right. Yep, and like fourteen um, died. Fourteen, yep. fifteen died. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, right. So, I'm I'm fairly confident that the sector, El, Sec- El-, El Centro sector, would have sent their own work crew out there to, to weld that back into place. That's, that was the old fence, by the way. They're not, they're not going yeah. to cut through the, the new fence. That's, that's the old, uh, you know, probably 10, 12 feet tall, maybe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that, 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 that's I'm, not- I'm pretty sure that got fixed because that picture was a nationwide story of just the fence yeah. on the ground and they cut a hole in it. I just, I, I'm not confident that every sector is doing it or even being allowed to fix little things. Um, like when they tear down barbed wire off the top in certain sectors, the climb over, is that getting replaced? We don't really know. And there's kind of a like a, a looseness to it because the order came down, no construction. Um, but it's again, it's just, it's insane to me. Absolutely insane. Joe, do you have, do you have any questions? I, no, I do have one question and it came in from a, from a listener and that is how many people other than uh, South and Central Americans are coming through the coming through the wall. Is there any people that could be coming through that are from the Middle East that are from did Africa? Did they, they just get like two or four like the last couple of days? They, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. That that's I I haven't seen those numbers really kind of spike or or drop. There's for 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 what it's worth. Worth in all fairness, there's always been kind of a steady stream of of that from the Middle East. Um, I, I, I used to have an assignment where that was kind of what I did was look at that whole problem set, right? With the, uh, foreign terrorist organizations and, you know, the connectivity of, uh, you know, Middle Easterners that, that came through and, and what their, what those pathways looked like, you know, sets into South America through Central America, Mexico and all that. That's, that's an ongoing thing. Um, we'll probably see, uh, spikes it with with african migrants too now yeah i mean basically we've invited the rest of the world to move in so and what but yeah you, yeah there's, there's always it's 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 like parts per million you know for lack of a better way to express it it's not a huge number but yeah it's there it's absolutely there um and you, you only and need one those, or two you don't need it. a huge number right. to have catastrophic yeah, consequences exactly. 
There was a Washington exactly. Post article yesterday. Mr. Producer, put up image number five. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before you do that, can we even can we even quote the Washington Post on anything at this okay. point? We, ah. Well, so <laughs> this is their, their, their headline yesterday. Democrats question Kevin McCarthy's claim that terrorists are crossing the border with a quote, he is either wrong or lying. <laughs> Fast forward to today, put up image six. This is from Axios. Scoop, the Customs and Border Protection Agency confirmed to Congress today that four people arrested at the southern border since October 1st match names the F on the FBI's terrorist screening database. A congressional aide briefed on the correspondence told Axios. So they tried to do that yesterday with by say, saying like they made a claim without evidence. And exactly one day later, no, the evidence was actually told to Congress. They just wanted to try and bury that. Four. And they as didn't. you said, David... Doesn't take a lot. Go ahead, take. I mean, I think under uh, under Obama, I want to say like the one of the guys like on number six or some of the top ten of the watch list actually crossed the border and got re and got released yeah. after he got captured under Obama. The top one of the top mm -hmm. ten wanted terrorists. Why so, not? I, so mean, like, why? I believe I believe that again. It, but it's been a couple of years, but it happens. I mean, it seems like it always happens under the Democrats. And then people are like, well, what's the big issue? The big issue is then you have sleeper cells start coming in. We haven't really been hit by a lot of sleeper cells that's publicly known. There's a lot of things that happen that law enforcement does not tell the American people. I mean, like like yeah. one of the uh, NASCAR, um, one of the, during the Indianapolis 500 several years ago, they actually caught a, a V-bid going into the area that was going to be like, look like Timothy, the... The Oklahoma Senate bombing looked like a, a pipe bomb. And again, that wasn't publicly known. Again, the only reason why they, ca they caught that one is because uh, an off-duty officer saw the, the box truck going in. It was riding extremely low, and that's the only reason why they stopped it. But again, that's stuff that we don't hear about. I mean, I hear about because people tell me things. Uh, but again, I mean, he's David's probably got some other stories that he could tell that, again, we're not told about because I think we should because it put us more on uh, – and a reality check of what's actually going on. We've been extremely lucky um, in America for a lot of these stuffs, a lot of the stuff getting caught, you know, I mean, just like the one in Nashville, you know, prime example of how easy things can slip through the cracks. Yeah. For, for what it's worth, um, I, I, I had to do research for this for, uh, uh, you know, academic purposes too. The, uh, for, for every actual active, terrorism that was foreign inspired so you know whether it was you know al-qaeda you know like the uh the the boston bombing or any of the 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 numerous isis inspired or influenced attacks every one of those actors was legally admitted into the country and from what it, from my, my research they were all either uh, i think better than half of them were either children of refugees or first uh first generation uh in the united states like the boston bombers the younger brother was born here he was a u.s citizen the uh what what have what, i talked about what have, what have i talked about the fact that these are people that have no history here people that come here like ilhan yeah. omar and everyone else they come here they take advantage of what we have here as a country and then they try to weaken and destroy everything we stand for as a nation i mean these 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 are yeah. the example of people that don't have any sort of they have nothing that binds them to this country. They want to come in here and destroy it. They're they're jealous of it. They're enraged by the by the j just the the character of this nation, and they're and so they're bound to destroy it. They're trying to destroy it. 
and for the the TSDBs that were uh, we 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 do routinely catch people who are you know suspected or have con- contacts connections to to terrorist organizations when you when you look through their social media or phone contacts you know you'll see you know some shot callers over in the Middle East on there um, but <laughs> because of the evidence that we have to suggest hey judge you shouldn't let this one go and then this is you know, not considering the current state of affairs. So this is prior when ICE, we were still able to, to send people over to ICE. Because of the loopholes in the, the credible fear claims and, and the asylum hearings, the judges would let him go because we could not bring that classified uh, information into these unclassified uh, civil courtrooms of, I- at the immigration courts. So, you know, we could stand there and say, hey, he's a bad guy. He knows a lot of bad guys. We, we don't know what his intentions are here. We would like to look into this more, and we're asking you not to let him, not to release him. And the judges could not consider that, and they would, they would release him. So a lot of these people, they just got released, you know, to come back six, seven years for their next hearing. Now, again, it goes back to, his, to ju- up to the judge to actually do it or not. And they're, like I said, they're just yeah. letting them out and letting them go. So, again, I mean, it's, yeah. But, he, but here's my problem. We sit around and wait, and we go, oh, they're trying to do this. They're trying to do that. I'm done sitting around, and so are most Americans. We, we actually do have the ability to have a voice and stand up. We have the ability to stop all of this from happening. We do. And frankly, you know, it, it's going to take a concerted effort where we actually come out and say, we're done. Where you get 10,000 people that line the, the border and say, well, okay, we're, we're either you do it or we're, we'll do it. And yep. when they come across the border, right? I'm sorry. They got to go back. We'll get our own little boats and send them back. And then we'll have people on our side with guns. And when people on their side start shooting at us for sending them back, then we start shooting back. I don't, I don't know, David. I'm I don't, fine I don't with know. It. I don't know how we don't do what I'm actually talking about. I don't, I don't know how we don't just take control of our country. It is of the people, for the people, by the people. We're done. You, did, you decided that you stand for destroying our country, that you stand for uh, letting them infiltrate our government, the left publicans and the radical left, right? You, you want to bring Black Lives Matter BS into our school system and critical race theory and all this other stuff. You want to bring that in. All that stuff goes out the window. We'll decide how our kids get taught. We can do that. I mean, we act like we can't. We can. Well, I can homeschool. But the problem yeah. is we're finding ways around it. Yeah, true. we're finding ways around it rather than punching it in the throat and saying, look, we're done. Most Americans do not believe that the way this country is being run is right. Most, like 90%. We are letting the minimalists, the people that are actually on the radical left and that are compromised on the right, we're letting them make decisions for us as people. Yet 90% of us don't believe it. We just feel like we're powerless. We're not powerless. We're not powerless. Sorry, David. I had to yeah. put that in your No, no that's... I... I, I I uh, unofficially agree with you. Um, unofficially. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically speaking, uh, I agree with you. Right. Uh, if there was a statement that you made and I agree with you, I might say that I agree with you about it. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but with, with what you're seeing on the border right now, you're seeing the culmination. I mean, <laughs> I, we've been watching this for years. And... and no administration has really gotten it right 
the last administration got the closest to it, and it probably could have got right had it continued. But, you know, canceling everything, you know, border security, speaking of cancel culture, yeah, you can throw border security in there, too. Just got canceled. Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah. But I, I'm going to come out and say it. It's Marxism. It's Marxist-inspired, uh, Marxist-informed, Marxist-driven. This is all a movement toward a Marxist agenda. Now I can see it looking looking back, you know, the past 10 years or so. Yeah, but and the only way to turn it around is to punch it in the face. Punch the entire agenda in the face. I'm sorry, but that's the only way to do it. That's the only way to actually combat it is to actually just start going after them. Sorry. I'm, sa- I'm saying it. Yeah. I- I'm saying right now that... You know, the BLM, I want to use this as an example. The BLM literally in their statement that they took down right after January states in in there. And and David, you heard this last night from Derek Wilburn and uh, who spoke. It, it was great. He, he started talking about words matter right in there. They talk about comrades. They say that we're, we are going to be peaceful, but only with each other. People that are part of BLM, right. meaning that they're going to be violent towards everyone else. It talked about the fact that they want to disrupt or destroy the, the nuclear family and that white people should give their property, their houses and everything else to someone who is disadvantaged. Free, yep. free, free. Well, they can come and right? try to take it. But they used words inside of there that tell us that they are communist. That they are yeah. Marxist. That word is comrades. Comrades. Yes. And yet we do nothing yeah. about it. I tell you what, you bring that comrade stuff to my house, right? I'll throw you on your neck, right? You bring that racist, and all it is is it's racist. They're bringing these people into the country to destroy the country. It has nothing to do with having a heart for people in South and Central America. It has nothing to do with it. It is put as much pressure on the American way of life as you possibly can until it breaks. So instead of like coming to our country, trying to destroy us once they fix their own damn country. Well, and, uh, but the problem is they can't because that's not what that's not what it's about. That's not what any of this. Well, is I know about. it's not, but but again, so people keep like, what's the end game? Why is why is why is all the Democrats? Why are they trying to just allow this stuff? Why why are they letting it just flood in? The biggest thing is is that is the new H one, the the new voting. They they federalize it and they make everything uh, mail in ballots. You don't have to verify who you are. And they say, no, you got 14, 20, 30 million freaking illegals in here. They start giving them ballots because they know who to give it to because they're, they're already, you know, the social program. They're giving them handouts already. So they're showing up to all these Democrat-controlled uh, facilities. And they're going to say, here's your ballot. You need to vote for this guy because you're going to keep getting free stuff and your families can keep coming in. I think that's the end game. So that way they'll always be in power. They'll always, and that's what it is, ultimate power. It's going to be corruption. That's all it's going to be. That's why they... Again, Biden, what would Biden say or his administration say? Oh, we didn't realize it was going to be like this. Really? Everybody else outside outside your administration knew it was going to be like that? Everyone told him. Everyone told him. Everyone told him. Even before the election. If he gets elected, we're going to be flooded. But they blamed it on on Trump. You you know, David, I'm going to let you go because I know you got lots of stuff, other stuff going. So I want to appreciate you actually being on the call. And and I want to just, while you're on here, I want to thank you for your service. I want to thank you for your commitment. I want to thank you for standing strong and uh, tell you that uh, God bless you and uh, we're in your corner. Stay safe. Well, th- thanks, and, and, uh, and thanks for giving our side a voice. Absolutely, 100%. All right, so, so I want to I talk about this really quick, if I can. No, you can't. But before we do, can I just, can I just read off a <laughs> comment from, from uh, Twitter? Yeah. Real quick. Put on my screen, Mr. Producer. This, this, we showed the gap of the border fence. 
this comment comes from John. He says that gap is smaller than the gap between Stacey Abrams' teeth. (laughs) 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 People asking me why I'm I'm so quiet over the last couple minutes. I've been reading all, trying to go through all the comment sections to find little gems like that. Go ahead. So, Myanmar, do you know what's happened to Myanmar? Did you hear about this? Myanmar? Did you hear what's happening there? Myanmar, Burma? Myanmar, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you hear what's happening there? Yeah, well, they just destroyed a bunch of Chinese, like, work camps, Chinese factories today. There goes your iPhone. It's going no, up. No, they literally seized uh, the bank accounts the of, they, they yeah. seized the bank accounts of George Soros-related well, organizations. Hold on. I got, I got to tell you, I don't think I've told you this yet. We got unsuspended from YouTube. We have no strikes on YouTube anymore. So before we start going into That's just wrong. Myanmar, I just want to let you know that I successfully appealed and got rid of all of our strikes. So <laughs> if we want to go down that path and talk about this. See, we'll guys, this is this strike. is white privilege right here. But it is, it is white privilege. <laughs> privilege a little just guy. letting you know that I've been working on it for the last week. I just said I that. was able to convince them to undo the ban against you. Just make sure you know that we are on YouTube today. I don't so, know if you knew that. So what you're telling me is that we're we're vindicated. <laughs> well, is no. What, what I'm telling you is that there's no such thing as double jeopardy in YouTube. So if we get banned again, we're going to be off for another week. Um, hey, by so the way, we, sure we, have a, we, have a, we have a Kumarite number two on, on, on YouTube, by the way. We have two Kumarites. I just wanted to point that out. Say hi to little Coomers. The Coom. So... I, okay, I didn't so get to, I didn't get, I didn't get to finish my. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, go we, ahead. We, we never got through the stuff in the first hour because we jumped right. to the immigration early. This is quick. There was uh, Joe Biden's been going on this tour. You've heard about the tour? The White House he, Help Us Here tour? The Green, the green Room Tour. The Green, yeah, the tour. green Room Tour? <laughs> the White House Help Us Here tour to sell their big $1.9 trillion bill. Why they're selling something that's already been passed, no clue. Joe Biden was yesterday in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Big news. He's going to Pennsylvania. First stop on the Help Is Here tour. We've sped it up eight times so that you can see just how long he was on that stop. I want you to see how long the media event was. Miss Brewster, go ahead and play that clip. That should be uh, the next The next clip. Should be cut number three. The clock at the bottom is the seconds, we're 30 seconds in. This is the media availability. This is what they put out there. A minute and a half, Joe's saying some stuff you can hear, sped up, little chipmunk noises, two minutes. And now watch, watch what happens abruptly. And it is over. That must have been a pretty intense form. The Help Is Here tour. The one of the only two stops that Joe Biden's actually going to be on his public availability lasted three minutes, 52 seconds. That's the help is here. It's, for. Is he All trying right. to do a Ted talk? That, it was like a Ted talk. It sounded like a Ted talk. Are you sure it wasn't a green screen? I didn't see any mics though. So maybe it was a green screen. Yeah, it's probably a green screen. It wasn't. Uh, a mic. There we go. There uh, guys, we go. I want to, I want to thank you all for coming today. We're going to talk a little bit about the fact that our country is an absolute mess. And uh, frankly, we have to start standing up and punching these communists in the face. So uh, what do you do? These are the all real. Microphones. These are all real microphones. Uh, I'll take a question from Channel Seven over there. What's your question? Yeah, what's your height? <laughs> so I, I'd like to tell you that I'm not telling you my height. Uh, what's I think your weight, sir? My my weight. Yeah. 
My, my weight will be undisclosed. Very good. Shoe size. I got big guns, though. Boom. <laughs> Sir, you can't talk about guns on the news. Well, there goes a YouTube oh, channel. Oh, no. They there goes a YouTube, YouTube channel. There oh. goes YouTube. Next question. Next question. I can't answer that question. Circle back on me. Circle what, back. Next question. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just curious. What are you going to do tomorrow for breakfast? Well, <laughs> for breakfast tomorrow, I figured I'd... That's a Joe Biden question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let's my. this one. Is Antifa real? Did you see the Joy Behar clip from the Oh, she's ridiculous. Do we have that clip? I just sent it. In 11 seconds, Joy Behar repeated the lie that the police officer, Brian Sicknick, was bludgeoned to death at the Capitol. He was not. He may have been assaulted, but he died from other medical causes later at the police station. Well, he was was assaulted by spray. Yeah, but he wasn't bludgeoned to death with the way they claim. And then in that other span of 11 seconds, she also said Antifa doesn't even exist. We have that clip, Mr. Producer. Go ahead and let's put that up. It's so aggravating to listen to this idiot. I mean, he and I are very different. I'll tell you this right now. If I was surrounded by people carrying weapons, uh, people erecting nooses, a screaming hang Mike Pence, bludgeoning a police officer to death, I might be a little scared. But Ron, no, he's not scared (laughs) of those people. He's scared of this fictitious idea of Antifa, a thing that doesn't even exist. He needs to go. She is Two major lies in 11 seconds. She's an idiot. Antifa does not exist. Antifa are terrorists. Yep. They are terrorists in our nation. They are the fascists. Does they not the- exist. Now, what she means, and what's a true statement, is there is no central headquarters for Antifa the way that there are. the NRA has, has a central headquarters in Virginia, right? So what, no hold on. What, what, makes, a, what like, makes a central But what, what makes a central headquarters? What makes a headquarters of an organization? Yeah. What 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 is it? Well, yeah. But that's what they're claiming. They're claiming that it doesn't exist because it doesn't have an address where you can go and you can send mail to them the way you can send mail to the NRA in an address. Actually, that's didn't what I they send? You, did, didn't exist. I? Didn't I think I forwarded you? Yeah. The um, yeah. The email that Antifa sent me a bill from their Antifa headquarters. From their Antifa headquarters. Yeah. Oh, from the Antifa headquarters. And and the oh. head of Antifa. By the way, they're getting smart now. They're just changing Antifa to uh, Front Range BLM? AFA. Oh, sorry. And, and yeah. creating names out of nowhere, like the BS organization, the BS agenda. They're creating the PSA. They're creating different names, but it's still a moving target of terrorists. They're all terrorists. And by the way, they're calling everyone that stands up for country values, for our country's values, we're the bad guy. I love being yeah. the bad guy. Let, uh, look. You've been the bad guy that since would be 2012. Like in, this is like in, in, in this is like in yeah. 2008. Yeah, <laughs> if so, if someone was to go on TV and say the Tea Party doesn't exist, when the Tea Party started, it wasn't like the major Tea Party organizations. It was just a bunch of people uh, under this flag yep. protesting. Right? There wasn't there wasn't like a larger organization paying all of their bills necessarily, pulling all the strings. Antifa exists. There are Antifa cells. There are Antifa organizations. There's a they got a flag. Yeah, they're, they're they fly a and flag. There is coordination. There is coordination between the different cells, the different networks. Um, yep. Just the fact that that they are loosely knit, meaning that they're not. It's not top down system. Doesn't mean that they don't exist. I mean, the Antifa right? group that loves me. Exist. I mean, they they have the Colorado Springs Antifa. They got their own social media sites. So if they it doesn't exist on your car, but again, there's there's a there's a person that runs that social media site. So guess what? That's the headquarters where that douchebag lives. That's the headquarters. So it is an organization. They do have a headquarters. 
just because it's in his mom's basement inside of his inside of his room, it's still a headquarters regardless. I mean, I have an office. I work out of my house. Is that what is that? That's my headquarters. You know, if, you, if the Antifa wants to come and show up, I'll you know I'll gladly uh, you know show them some. Uh, All right, oh, so okay. so let, let's poke the bear a little bit. I love poking bears. So, yeah, four hundred fifty pound bear. I will tell you, I, I do want to tell people my height because now it's coming three or four times. I am 6'2". He is not. I am 6'2". Really. He is not. I'm pulling my driver's license. He's 5'11". He's, no, he's, no, he's, no, he's stretching 5'11". Do, do, do not show your driver's license. Oh, yeah. I'll see if I can get to it. No, I can, don't, show don't even do it. Because no. you can lie on that. You can no, you can no, lie no. you can lie on your driver's license. Yeah, no. They don't, they don't measure you at the... I can tell them I'm 20 feet tall, and they'd put it in there. Dude, have you seen the urban Good legends point. about Tig? Tig is 20 feet tall. <laughs> and I died once. Dug, 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 dug. I wasn't a real boy until, I think, 2017. Oh, boy. I was, I was a fictional character. All right. So, uh, so my point is I've lost my point. So, Antifa. Okay, so Antifa. Let's go back to Antifa. I'll poke the bear. They're all a bunch of cowards. These people boys. are a bunch of cowards. Yeah. So yeah. if if three or four Antifa guys walked up to me like, "Hey, we're Antifa," I I would gladly take off my jacket, lay it down, and be like, "All right, let's go." All right, whoever wins has to join that side. Wow, only four. You want more? I'm, I guess right. you only do it's four soy boys. I guess I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but my point is, they're just a bunch of cowards. They're garbage. They are. They're pathetic. You know, <clears throat> again, they are everything that they claim us to be. I mean, right. they're, they're pedophiles. They say they're, they're, they're pedophiles. They've been arrested. I mean, hell, you know, they're they're rapists. Uh, <laughs> they're they're the biggest yeah. closet. <laughs> it's the third. Get Cl- closet. <laughs> closet. Racist. They're, racist. they're not. They're, they're straight racist. up racist. Yeah. Straight again, up racist. Again, uh, if, if you. If you if you think uh, we're lying, look at look at the videos, look at the rest records, look at the, even the douchebags that were killed uh, in Kenosha. Look at their criminal records. They're pedophiles. everything. They're all pedophiles. Rape, rape look the at the, the one leader of the yeah. BLM, pedophile. Again, they all got criminal records. Everybody you guys are freaking following on the left are nothing but freaking criminals. And why do, why do you think they want to defund the police so they can get away with it more? Yeah. that's all it is. Well, they're cowards, they don't, but they. They never would have been able to accomplish this without the cover they get from the media. There exactly. are people, just like Joy Behar, who actually believe that these people don't exist. Like, there is no Antifa. There is no protest. They believe that it's just the police agitating and that these are just innocent protesters who were there spontaneously, no organization whatsoever, and they just lash back against out-of-control police. When, no, these are these, this is a militant organization, albeit loosely knit, right, a, a bottom-up, not a top-down Um this is a real thing. And they these cowards, yeah, they're cowardly. They're cowardly, cowardly. They wouldn't have been able to accomplish what they did if they didn't have the media cover covering for them. People like Jerry Nadler claiming that they don't exist. Right? 100%. The media claiming yeah. they don't exist. Yet you can accomplish a lot when the mainstream media in the country refuses to cover it. And if they're ever asked about it, say that you don't exist. Yet even a coward can accomplish a lot in that kind of environment. Well, just like the election integrity doesn't, you know, that we have no integrity. They're right. That does not exist anymore. But to go back, you know, I don't know if everybody realized there's actually another autonomous zone in America. Anybody know about yeah. that? Yeah. 
George yeah, Floyd it's, it's, Memorial. Yeah, George that Floyd. whole neighborhood. Someone got shot and killed. Yep. And the cops cannot get the cops are not allowed in there. They actually so I was watching another video clip of the news standing outside their Tomlin zone and two individual, two white individuals come up and start telling them, this is not safe here. You better go right now. You need to leave right now. We you're not welcome here. Again, they don't care who's in office. They don't they don't all all they care is about just the control of the power, destroying everything this nation stands for. Regardless if it's good or bad, we need to keep our history so we learn from it, so we don't we don't repeat it like we're repeating, like uh, pretty much, uh, I think it's Columbus University is repeating it right now, by having five segregated freaking... Um, six. Gra- six segregated election, or elections. Graduations. <laughs> Graduations. Yeah. So again, it's we're, we are moving backwards because we are destroying our history. If they don't realize, why did we desegregate everything? Because it's recreate. It was. It was creating hate and violence, and it, and the reason why we were desegregated so that wouldn't happen. It reduced it. Uh, McCarsley, you know, a lot of people suffered while we're doing it. But look where we are. Look, well, look where we were. You know, again, we've we've yeah, we we go watch that movie Idiocracy if you haven't seen it. That's where we're freaking headed. Go look it up. If you don't even know what I'm talking about, go watch it. That is exactly where we are headed. The, the stupidity that's coming, even from this administration. I mean, you watch watch Biden. This is their freaking uh, their Messiah that they're they're worshiping right now, and you know he can't do any wrong. And again, he can green screen, and people still believe that's not a green screen. But we, again, we are going so backwards. They're defunding the cops, and again, we're we fight each other. We go against yeah. you. Instead of helping helping each group out, each organization out, we, we are attacking each other, willing to sue each other because they're stepping on or, or whatever. But it, like Joe was saying, people are like asking, well, what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to fight back? What's the next step? Next step is start getting together. That's your next step so you can fight as one and not as an individual. That's that's where you're going to make the difference. Start finding organizations. I don't know about FEC, but you can do uh, UAD. <laughs> But in any organization, but start working with all the other groups out there and, and stop doing your own thing on your own. Start combining your efforts with everybody else. And that's the only way yeah. we're going to win. Mr. Producer, I just sent you a video in Messenger of that GFAZ, the George Floyd Autonomous Zone. Um, we'll play a little bit of it just so people can see what it looks like. And Tig mentioned this, that it is a reporter who was there reporting got kicked out by the autonomous zone. Let's go ahead and, pl- and cut to that. We'll play a little bit of it. This area behind me uh, is the George Floyd Memorial. This is where George Floyd was killed back in May. Take a look. Um, these barricades have been set up by uh, by protesters and supporters of the movement. Uh, they don't allow anyone in, not even the police. It's called an autonomous zone. Uh, and you're going to be in a bad situation here in a second. Oh, I thought if we were on this side of the barricade, you're going to be in a bad situation. And this is America. I would punch that guy right in his face. Let me call you. Let's cut it. You're going to have a bad situation. Why does the media keep standing up for these people? I don't know. I like that they had a little. You see the Czech hedgehog? You see that? Go back to the beginning, Mr. Producer. Play it. The Czech Hedgehog is an anti-tank barricade yeah. they used like during World War II on the beaches of Normandy. They have apparently they welded one of those together. I I guarantee the welds aren't that strong that you could probably just drive right over it. Go back now. To could that, you to imagine if? Go ahead, okay. take. No, no, go ahead. I'll let you show the video first. This area behind me uh, is the George Floyd Memorial. Right, wait for him to move. George Floyd was killed back in May. Take a look. Um, you see it. A little purple, a little Czech hedgehog. 
So now I'm going to go back to you. So yeah, so somebody was just recently killed in in this autonomous zone. Police were not allowed, allowed to respond. Now imagine if you're in there and you are having a heart attack, but first responders can't get to you because they probably won't come into that area because it's not safe. So you're going to end up dying just like they did in the summer of 2020 when I think at least five people that I know of died because first responders weren't allowed to get to them in time. So this is where this country's headed until we start marching on that. Obviously, why isn't the National Guard going in there? That's their job. Their job isn't isn't to be marched no. into a congresswoman's freaking office to intimidate a congresswoman. Which, by their the way, job is to defend that. The uniform code. Of yeah, they should. Every the one of them should be court-martialed, and that congressperson yeah. that led them into the office should be punished as well. But again, you have this autonomous zone. You have people being killed. I guarantee you, people. There's probably worse stuff going on there we don't even know of. Well, where the hell is the National Guard? That is their job. Yeah. Again, not that not to protect the U.S. Capitol from in from a fictitious freaking threat, uh, but their job is going to make sure shit like sorry stuff like this doesn't happen. I'm in. Oh, there we go. Sorry, guys. There uh, we go. <laughs> but Let again, it be known it happened in one hour, 44 minutes. You're going to have to beep it. We can, we can beep it. We can beep it. 144, 43. Sorry, well, I thought I was a modern patriot. That? I thought I was a modern patriot. I can say what I want to say and how I want to hey, say it. Hey, listen, oh, this oh, is yeah. not America. It just sounds like it. Well, did you see that oh, during jury selection? For the trial, the, the George Floyd trial, that they the city actually agreed to a settlement with George Floyd's family for I think like twenty seven million dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, the highest and they actually, ever. Yeah, and they actually during jury selection they actually had to send eight people home because they had all heard about that that uh, that settlement. So the, and and then when you start looking at it and you there's a fa familiar relation between one of the prosecutors and someone on the city council who agreed to it. It's just such a mess. How could you possibly know the defense is asking for a change of venue, which is absolutely called for? How can you possibly expect a fair trial when everyone that you would be pulling for the jury just saw that they gave a settlement, right? The settlement isn't a criminal. It's a civil, but it's an admission of guilt. So it definitely taints the jury pool. Um, I just, I, I, I was shocked at that. And I'm shocked that the judge still hasn't. He's supposed to be uh, releasing an announcement tomorrow on what he's going to do about it. But I'm just shocked it's even taking that long. It should be very obvious that there should be a change of venue. So again, it's going to go back to like fighting the terrorists overseas. If, if, if they know they're going to get money, a family member will sacrifice himself so the family can get money. I almost kind of wonder if this is what's going to start happening, which I think it kind of has in some, some, some places. But again, $27 million for a known criminal. Uh, again, I've heard two autopsies. One that said he he Fentanyl. did he did die from Fentanyl. the knee to the back, but then the other one said it was because of the drugs. Anyways, sit there and say you can't breathe. If you're freaking talking, you're breathing. Yeah, that's that's why guarantee. Yeah. That's why the a lot of first responders know that officers know that. So if you're breathe if you're breathing, you're talking. I mean, if you're talking, you're breathing. Not saying you're not struggling, yeah. but you are breathing. So that tells me it wasn't the lacks of oxygen that freaking killed him. It was probably 99% chance it was the fentanyl in his body. Of course, now you're going to get a bunch of hate mail, but it is what it is. But again, $27 million. People don't realize, oh, yeah, that's great for them. But guess what? How much is that going to cost each individual taxpayer? Probably, again, what right now we're at for us for the stimulus, stimulus check is like $5,700 a person. 
So it's, it's probably going to be about that. So now you're paying $10,000 extra each person to pay for this $27 million. But, hey, at least they gave the neighborhood a half million dollars to for the autonomous zone, I guess. I don't yeah. know what they're going to do with the money besides put it in the mayor's pocket. But, again, it's... So before we, before we wind down the show, we have other breaking news just in the last 24 hours. Joe Biden's going to have a press conference. Go to my screen, Mr. Producer. Okay, can we watch that live? Oh. March 25th. I, I, again, exactly right with this little sub uh, byline. Who needs 10 days notice for a presser? I have no clue. Per White House Saki, President Biden will hold a formal press conference on the afternoon of Thursday, March 25th. Now, if you thought that this was going to be a normal press conference, it's not. Let me scroll down. Also, memo from the White House. Please submit to us your questions for Joe Biden's first press conference. Press Secretary Jen Psaki will get back to you about whether or not your question was approved. Thank you. <laughs> this is communist nation stuff, guys. This yeah. is communist. When I say that we actually have to start fighting against it, right? We don't, we don't have to put up with their executive orders, right? The executive orders are meant for the executive department, by the way. We don't. We don't. We don't have to put up with it. We don't have to put up with any of it. We, we don't have to do anything that they're telling us to do. As a group, we're 300 million strong. There's about 250 million minimum that think this is all madness. We don't have to put up with it. We don't have to tolerate anything yeah. that they're doing right now. None of it. We, but we the don't, thing is, people don't know what to do. That's the problem. You just say no. You start by civil disobedience saying, no, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not taking a vaccine. I'm not doing any of the things that you want me to do because I don't trust you. I don't trust you. And by the way, you're trying to destroy our country. That's what you're trying to do, trying to do. You'll take our questions. What is this? What kind of, what kind of funky world are we in? I was going to say something else. I use funky, <laughs> funky monkey, funky monkey. We don't have to put up with it. We, we don't get to, we don't have to allow them to take our $27 million and give it to a criminal. We're right now, it feels like we're in the planet, planet of the donkeys. Yeah, but all we have to do is take it back. And we can take it back very easily, right? They say, okay, we're going to use electronic devices. No, we're not. We're not. We're not, we're not using electronic voting machines. We're not using them. We, we, there are nine countries in the last 90 days that have absolutely uh, outlawed. We're going to have an episode where we'll go on about that. Huh. I don't want our first day back with zero strikes on YouTube in the last 30 seconds to Already did with that. a new strike. Already did that. Yeah, <laughs> I did so in the last 15 we're minutes. Gonna do, we're going to do another another episode. The the people have spoken. They want Joe to be able to go off and say whatever he wants on D Live once a week. Yeah, say what I want. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna figure that out where we can talk about all of that kind of stuff and not be worried about losing our Facebook audience and our YouTube audience. Um, that's so why I'm on D Live. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you're on D Live. <laughs> that's why hey. you're only allowed to go live on D live. Hey, so I want to, I want to say this. I've, I've had an enormous amount of trolls that have, uh, um, started actually coming after us for what we're doing on the, the, uh, we had to do a motion to dismiss. So he had a, Eric Coomer had a, I want to give you an update on this two things, this and give you an update on the, the, uh, fundraise, right? The new company, Nuco. number one. So if you'll, Eric Coomer gave us the day that we were actually going to publish the um, motion to dismiss. He amended the complaint literally that day. So we had to take down that, that deal. And I was really excited. I was finally going to be able to talk about who Eric Coomer is. Eric Coomer, the alt skinhead since the mid nineties. Eric Coomer, the what? Go ahead. Allegedly. Eric. No, it's not allegedly. Say, There's no allegedly. The allegedly. I'm not. Use the word allegedly. I'm allegedly. Not. I used it for you. Allegedly. All right. We're, we're at the end Look, of an episode. I, this is my. This is my. This is mine. 
Yeah, I, I, you're dump what on what? I'm not talking about the election. Right, ahead, I'm talking about allegedly. him. Just say allegedly. All right. Just say allegedly. I'm not going to say allegedly because I'm the only one that can get sued on this deal. I'm it. Allegedly, right? Whatever. Well, it's conservative Daily got sued too. Yeah, for what? And no, Conservative Daily exactly. got sued for what? So say allegedly. All right, I'm not say going allegedly. to. You say allegedly for a Conservative Daily. I'm not going to say it for me, right? But the, my point is this. This always happens. Just just let me speak, all right? Just stop. All right. All right. This is why I'm not on every day. So the whole idea with, with Eric Coomer, by the way, is that he did this, this amended complaint, and he brought in other people, I guess, Right, and so over the last couple of days, he put out a deal where he was basically saying that um, I need to raise money eight hundred. He wants to raise eight hundred thousand um, dollars to sue you. Yeah, yeah. He and and so this this guy actually uh, from Business Insider. I'll tell you a little bit about him. His name is Jacob Shamsian. Wrote an article, and in this article, it basically it was a Business Insider is a sham, again, first generation person in this country, right? Guy that wants to defame me, right? Saying that I'm, I'm pressing baseless conspiracy theories about Coomer, that they're baseless, that I wasn't on that call. He's basically calling me a liar. So this clown is defaming me. This, this guy's defaming me. But in this deal, Coomer, he actually goes through and promotes Eric Coomer's fundraising for... Um, raising money, this $800,000 is funly to pay for the defamation lawsuit. So he's out there basically saying, hey, I want to do everything they can, do everything we can to raise money. This, by the way, he's, been, he's had this out there for three or four months, raise money so that he can sue. He, and, and what he says on this page on, on funly is that Eric Kummer is a victim of daily harassment and death threats. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see one person that actually threatened him with anything. One, one person. But in the last two months, he's raised $1,942 of his $800,000. Right? Hey, hey, can I, if everybody, if I start a fundraiser, Listen. sue Joe, will you, will you, everybody donate? So, so then, by the way, I, I went ahead and went through the donors, no? inside the donors, and guess who the largest donor was? Coomer. Coomer donating to himself <laughs> on the Fundly deal. You can't make this stuff up. So then I get all of these people that basically come in and start, a, start attacking me and sending me stuff like, oh, where's your proof? So I started developing all the things inside of the motion to dismiss, which we'll file. We're supposed to be filed yesterday. We'll file probably today or tomorrow morning. I'm going to post it so that everyone can see it, right? Everyone can see it, where it goes through all the things about Eric Coomer, all of it. The fact that he's a crap bag. That's my opinion, right? Allegedly a crap bag. Didn't he work for who I used to work for? I, but, but, he, but so anyway, that's, that's the whole thing on that. We'll get the motion to dismiss out there that, you know, the judges, um, we, we filed a motion to ch a change a venue. The, the judge says that, well, defamation can happen anywhere. And I go, that's not how, that's not how venue works. Right. But th these, uh, anyway, I'll get, I, I I'm not allowed to say anything about the judge yet. He's been only been on the, on the thing for 20 months, but I will tell you, as I go through this, and I look at just the insanity of Eric Coomer, the insanity that we have with the insanity of this lawsuit. I can't help but just laugh at the fact that he's just, he's a flat pathological liar. Everything, he, he, he just lies about everything. So anyway, that's the whole thing on Eric Coomer. Second part of this is talking about the, uh, 
company. So we are actually in the process where it's being reviewed. We'll have the crowdfunding side that'll actually launch. We've already identified now three or four different companies that we can actually purchase to start with. Um, and then we'll finish the second part of the $10 million raise to start it out with um, sophisticated investors, which we're oversubscribed for. So everyone will still get a chance to be involved in that process. And, um, you know, and uh, somebody just said, praying that the lawsuit is dismissed. I hope it's not. I hope it's not. And then people think that I'm going to be quiet. What? Well, then you can put evidence into court. Yeah, I want to put evidence in court. I want to, you know, I want to go through anti-slap because then in that, he has, to, he has to basically say that what I said was untrue. Well, okay. I can, I, can, I can actually take information that predates 30 years of information that you've put out there that prove you're a liar. You lied literally in November. You lied in December. You, you filed a, a, a lawsuit that's filled with just hyperbole. That's that you're you're not a public figure, but you're doing public. And you're, by the way, you're having people in the public sector come to your house. You're holding uh, county clerk meetings there. I mean, just everything that he does, you know, testifying in front of uh, government bodies, being the salesperson. Anyway, I I just I want to get I want to say a bunch of things, but I know that Max gonna get pissed off, and I know that we're gonna get kicked <laughs> off YouTube if I do. So I'm gonna. I'm going to be really... It's not even just that. I mean, like, if you want the lawsuit to go against you and, you, and, you, and you're like, bring it on, fine. We want to get the conservative daily one dismissed. Absolutely. We absolutely want that one to be dismissed. Right? So I'm just all about let's not get sued as an organization. And let's just add the one word that what? prevents us from being sued as an organization. Right. You did that. Um I, I don't. Okay. I don't okay. want it. I don't want it dismissed. I, I want to go through the process. I want him to have to pay every every legal fee. I want him to basically go broke through this entire deal, and I want everything to get exposed. Everything. And by the way, his own friends and family are turning against him. His own friends and family, people at Dominion, are turning against him. There's people at Dominion that are afraid to talk. That are actually going and knocking on doors and and putting a chalk mark and filling out affidavits and doing all sorts of stuff to keep themselves safe. Right, because they actually want to come forward and talk about what's really happening in that entire environment. They're doing those things. And these bullies on the left, all they want to do is shut people down and shut them up. Over a thousand uh, uh, affidavits, all that goes in the trash. It's, it's pathetic. It's pathetic that the mainstream media can do what they're doing. It's pathetic that tech companies can, can literally censor people for having thought, for actually looking into what should be something that everyone should care about. Yep. And I didn't even say it. It's trash. They're trash. The left is trash. Yeah. 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 Well, so how do you, I, how I do you feel about that, Joe? They're trash. <laughs> yeah. Tell trash. us how you really feel. I would just, I know that you have your lawyers. I would just be very concerned about saying anything that could get a gag order slapped on you, right? Because you, you have can't get a, a gag order for what? That little, sh that little crap bag literally gets on there and for has that. someone promote... His funly deal. Promote it. For what? I know. And I but love the fact that I get to live rent-free in his head. I get to live there in his head. Doesn't that make you smile? All it makes me smile knowing I live rent-free. <laughs> it's awesome. Just to show you, not saying I want this to happen, just a devil's advocate, he goes before a judge, says yeah. that you are yeah, continuing yeah, 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 yeah. to defame him, and that the judge says, pending the outcome of this, I am putting a gag order on you so you can no longer discuss it. Right? Can't do it. So, again, I have a First you Amendment, fight, right? You fight the war. Yeah. All right. No, nope. Well, gag orders violate the First Amendment on a regular basis. I'm just saying, this isn't a I'm right, you're wrong. I'm showing you a devil's advocate. Why don't why you, you actually call up Coomer and just tell him, hey, why don't you go do this? Get a gag order. 
Why, why is it that you have to sit here and talk about a strategy that could happen? I don't care if it happens. I don't care. Okay. And I don't need you on here saying that it could happen. Go, go do it, Coomer. Go do it. See how, see how it works out for you. And, and my lawyers have not told me to not talk at all. They said, continue to talk. Continue to pull out truth. Continue it, Joe. Continue. And they, get, they went to law school. Right? These are not people that are on the left that are activists trying to destroy everything our country stands for, to dismantle our Constitution. These aren't activist judges or anything else. They're people that actually stand up for the Constitution. So why should I care? Why? Why should I care? I don't care. I don't care what I spend. I don't. And I, we have plenty of great people that are in this audience that have supported us because they want truth too. Plenty of people that supported us. All right. Well, I'll, I'll let your lawyers <laughs> give you the advice. I'll stop giving you advice. Um, I just, I won't listen. You do what you want to do. I'm just, I'm just saying that there are certain things that maybe we can avoid doing to avoid further litigation. Um, so, but honestly, do it, do whatever your lawyers say you should do. That's going to be it for this edition of the conservative Bailey podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio version available on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Podbean. We go live Monday through Saturday, 2 p.m. Eastern on Facebook. Make sure you like and follow our Facebook page. Subscribe, hit the bell for notifications on YouTube. And then make sure you follow us on DLive. And we do have lemons available now. You can donate lemons to us on DLive once. Again, make sure you check out all the links in the description for our, our place to go, Gab TV, Rumble, all that kind of fun stuff. We're giving away a gun. Before we head off, Mr. Bruiser, put that image up. Drawing is going to be this Friday. So make sure you get your entries in. For an FMK, FMK Elite Pro Plus handgun, $650 value. Yes, that is a threaded barrel. Yes, that is a red dot sight. Make sure you check out the link in the description. All of the terms and conditions are on that sign-up page. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. This is Joe, this is Joe Altman. <laughs> this is John Tigan. And remember, everyone, that the fight to take back our country isn't over, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together. <laughs>